All right. Yeah, what do I usually say? Fuck it. Here we go. Uh, phones down, microphones up. This is Cocktails and Questions. Thank you again for tuning in. As always, Mr. Ben Gaddis, how you doing? Yo. James Lanyon. Hey. Cool. I got a quick question for y'all. Looking back at the week, um, if I said to you credit cards, television, video games are all related, how is that, how is that possible? Apple events. Yeah, had man. Be, had I got be. it on the first try. Which, <laughs> which I love so much, man. Because <laughs> totally didn't plan that. In a, way, in a way, this is a full circle for us because I think some of our first few episodes just revolved around events and an Apple event to be exact. Mm-hmm. I think we discussed it on episode two's AR kit, the announcement of AR kit. But So we're back. Cocktails and questions. Apple's back with their event. You want to give a quick rundown? What we yeah, saw? big big event. And so uh, two things that were interesting this week. So Apple typically has some sort of hardware um, and services mixed into an event. Um, last week, what they did is they actually went out, instead of having an event, did a bunch of press releases about the new AirPods, um, uh, new, Mac, or new um, iPad Air, and all yep. of this new hardware to kind of like get it out of the way, which they've never really done that before. So they yeah. sent out these releases, and then everything was a run-up to this event that was called Showtime. And everybody thought it was going to be the release of Apple's new subscription TV service. Um, that was a rumor. It turns out that's pretty true. So, uh, But they introduced some stuff that we weren't expecting. So big thing is they introduced a credit card. Are you going to apply for one? Man, you know what? I, I'm, I'm like a points guy, so I, what, I yeah. try to get the most out of it. And I think a lot of people have have panned this as it's not the best credit card for points or for frequent flyer miles or any of those things. It's got some good stuff. I think 3% off, uh, 3% cash back on Apple purchases, uh, 2% if you use Apple Pay. Um, but what was interesting for those of you who didn't see it is that uh, the partnership with Goldman Sachs, they've got a credit card. Um, most of it lives inside an app. They've got some cool features around yeah. how they show you how much interest you're going to pay and where you paid. And so it's much more about a user experience. They say they're not going to share your data. That, that value the customer proper- support looked really cool. Yeah. Customer support in the the on its face opposite value proposition. It's something along the lines of we're the only bank that tries to get you to pay less interest or something yeah. like that. It's bullshit. But well, of course it I is. mean it's, but, you know <laughs> right. the, the shareholders were like yeah and less is uh, the lowest interest rate is fourteen percent, I think. Exactly. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean less, you know, if you're you know less than up. the mafia, but other than <laughs> other than that. Uh, but they did have a physical card. And the physical card looks cool as shit. It looks man. awesome. There's it looks no awesome. numbers. It's just the Apple logo. Yeah. It's I the, don't know why. It's that one of the cool. first physical products they've made in a little while that I was like, I have to <laughs> have it. <laughs> Isn't that sad? You know they, is, I'm such a, I was disappointed in myself, but I'm still but excited. But you know how they got into this, right? You know why they're doing a credit card play? Because they had, at the end of Q119, almost $250 billion in cash just sitting there. Now, when you talked about how they were working with Goldman Sachs, it kind of like raised a little eyebrow. I was like, why do they have to work with Goldman Sachs? I mean, they don't really need financing for this, right? Um, money markets are yielding a point a year, so there's no real money thrown off uh, of that. 2.25 2. if you 2. use 2. Marcus from you, Goldman That's Sachs. right. I, I actually Which did a I little investigation. I'm going to sign up for it. I still never have did. not. No. All right. Fuck. I'll text I you later. Look, Goldman Sachs is a publicly traded company, and its market capitalization, its total net worth for all of its shares outstanding is $69.9 $69. billion. So 
Apple's Apple could gonna, just buy, buy all them. Goldman Sachs. Yeah. I don't know why they're working with them. It didn't make any sense. This, but that's where all of this is coming from, is they have all of this cash to facilitate it, and they want to own they might be buying. the transaction. You never know. Never know. Keep them Write a check. I just think it's a, I think it's the weirdest partnership I've seen in five years. It did seem a little right. odd. I don't even know what the other one was, but it's just, it's the weird, I just can't remember anything before five years. That's fair. But I just don't imagine Steve Jobs getting up there and being like, we're partnering with Goldman Sachs, right? Like, it's just so anti- yeah. Apple. So I actually wrote card. that. That was the headline I wrote on LinkedIn. I, I got the, the announcement was, um, this is no longer Steve Jobs' Apple. This is Tim Cook's Apple. This is definitely Tim Cook's Definitely Apple. Tim Cook. I, feel, I do feel like we're, we're trading the territory of like, who's a better linebacker? Some guy from the 70s. It, does, does, it may not be relevant because we can't, we don't know it. Dick Buckus for sure. We yeah. don't know what he would do in the current climate. Like the, the bringing financial instruments into um, a company in order to garner new customers, that's a modern thing that wasn't necessary when he was around. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's about the credit card. I think it's about Goldman. Like Goldman is just, yeah. just a, that's a, a cloud really player. weird partner. Oh, um, you mean from a partnership standpoint? Yeah, from a the, partnership yeah. standpoint of who, who you would pick. You know, Apple usually does a pretty good job of surrounding themselves with like-minded people. You know, they're going in this very socially responsible direction um, talking about privacy and data, and so who knows? I mean, you know, Goldman's trying to go much more consumer. But right, sorry, just, I cut you off there when you're uh, you're getting no, the credit no, card. No, I got super excited. Good. Sorry. Um, so, so they talked about the credit card. Thought that was really interesting. Um, but really, the other stuff that they talked about is probably more in line with where they're headed. Um, so it was all about subscriptions, uh, bundles, and so they launched uh, Arcade which uh, they have not talked about pricing yet, and they didn't talk about pricing for most of this stuff, but Arcade is uh, you subscribe and you get access to hundreds of different games that you don't have to pay for. The idea is that you move away from this Candy Crush mm -hmm. in-app $1.99 purchase where you end up spending $300 to beat Candy Crush. Instead, you get all access to all these games. That was kind of cool. Uh, but then the big thing that everybody was talking about was TV. And so they expected, a lot of people expected they were going to come out with a Netflix competitor, uh, Amazon uh, Prime Video competitor. They actually didn't. They didn't come out with that much. They have some shows from Oprah and Spielberg and all these different people of which they showed absolutely no preview, previews, which was really interesting and weird. But what they're banking on is that the Apple TV app that's now available on Apple TV, which is confusing because the Apple TV is the name of the app. You, and, you already said Apple TV. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And so, and now there's Apple TV. Why Plus, do you keep saying Apple TV? Which is a, <laughs> which is a, it's confusing as hell, it right? Is. I agree. And so then uh, Apple TV Plus is their subscription service, which they didn't say how much it's going to cost. They didn't say how much anything was going to cost, did they? Uh, the only thing that they was talked news. about was news, which is, I think it was ten ninety nine a month. Um, so, uh, so the, the big play that they're going for is they're going to have channels. So you can subscribe to HBO, you can subscribe to Showtime and that kind of stuff through this. So where does that put them with other people that have channels and, and packages? The exact same as is uh, Prime right now. Right. Um, the only the only thing that they maybe do different is if they come out with bundles. So does HBO cost less if you buy Apple Plus, mm -hmm. Apple TV Plus? Um, and so we don't really know. Well, I'm already getting my um, HBO through Amazon. Right, and yeah. I, I'm getting it seasonally yeah. because all I want is Game of Thrones, um, and Coming the up. last season of Veep. I was a little sad. Season yeah. seven's out, but it's the last one. You're sad made. that it's over. Yeah, yeah, I love Veep. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. So, so this left us with the question we were talking about today, it, which is, this probably is the most significant um, event where Apple has. They've been talking about services forever. 
but no hardware is all about yeah. services, yep. like huge multiple services coming out. Um, who knows if it's going to work, but they're headed in that direction. One of the biggest companies in the world begs a question on our end of, is this where all business is going? Is all business headed towards service? Yeah, and, and I think that's a, that's a really legit question. Um, so when I think about the Apple announcement and I think about what we heard, I mean, there's a couple of things to keep in mind. Um, one, um, at the end of 2018, Tim Cook was taking a lot of heat for stagnant iPhone sales. You mean Tim Apple? Tim Apple. Tim Apple. Got it. I thought, Apple I thought Cook. that's what you meant. Got Apple it. turnover. Okay. He, um, he, he, um, God, I thought he was Steve Apple's brother. Man, if you just bring up Trump, James gets so sideways. <laughs> Dang it. Put the pause button on me for a sec. Um, but he, he was very clear. He said, you know, regardless of iPhone sales, the ecosystem's very healthy. And I don't think people really knew what to think of that comment. They're like, oh, great, your ecosystem. But they've been slowly moving these pieces around the chessboard, right, such that they can make this kind of move. And it's really well-timed because they have gotten so big. And I think this is, we've been kind of harping on them for not making more of a move towards voice and things like that. But this is their move, right? We're going to be the entertainment hub. Now, um, just because Apple becomes a service, does that mean everybody else can become a service? I think the question is maybe. I think the urge is going to be there. Um, if you stop and you think about the service structure, the service business structure, not like we're a service business, but like actual like recurring revenue, people subscribe to you or they have mm -hmm. an intended ongoing relationship. You may not get all that cash you want at that one sale of one big thing. Like for example, um, I don't know, television. Um, but uh, over time, it adds up because the LTV grows. Um, I don't know that this will work for everyone. I think everybody will try it. I, I think um, when I think about... It's almost like everyone has. If you right. look well, at just a list exactly. of subscription you go on a Crate services. Joy and you yeah. can see all of the different new subscription can, can businesses. You, can you just name some? So we, we jumped right in. We're like, this is a service. And just to pin something kind of in the middle, can you just run down the list of popular services? Birchbox, yep. Blue Apron, yep. uh, I don't know. Dollar Shave Club, yeah, Dollar my Shave favorite. Chunk Club, yep. Anything Club. That's Anything, right. that's right. I mean, there's, it's for, for <laughs> dog toys. Fix. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it used to be that you go and buy clothes. Clothes is a service now, and it's yep. becoming um, increasingly more prevalent. I do think, um, as we look at it, you're already starting to see some some definition in the business model. There's a lot of uh, discussion from GM about how they're struggling to understand how to monetize the cars as a service, but car subscription models are coming out. Audi, of all companies, and Volkswagen, Volvo, Volkswagen, they're all looking at piloting these subscription services. This all comes from this idea of the access economy, which is your essentially yep. your product as a service. It started off as the sharing economy, which was largely about taking advantage of unused or untapped resources, like, I don't know, like, rent somebody else's driveway in New York or something like that, you know. Um, but that's like Airbnb and, and Homeaway and all of that. But why do, James, so just for people who don't follow this all the time, why do people, why is service so exciting to businesses? Like, why not try to get all your money up front? Is it because it's easier for the customer? Consistent, or? projected, forecastable revenue. When you yep. can sit there and say, Geometric we, we, growth over linear. We, we, I don't have to go and get that yeah. quarter. I don't have to go get that customer over and over and over yeah. again. You know, you look at an example of where people never would have thought is um, Cinemark, right? Movie Pass came out. Shouts out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Movie Pass came out and they're like, hey, $13 a month, go see as many movies as you like. Well, that, that goose the market to say we should probably think about doing something not quite so foolish, like mm -hmm. throwing huge piles of cash on a bonfire, um, which essentially was the business model for 
movie club. But um, now you actually go and subscribe and it. You have to cancel it. And your tickets rack up and you can use them. You can give them away to people, whatever you might want. But it used to be a discrete per uh, movie purchase and they would have to market each film as such. That's right. Now you market once to get the person into this recurring relationship and it's up to them ultimately to whether or not they're going to use it. Do you want to give the people a quick insight into the margin of having a, a, a movie house and what that looks like if you own that thing? Yeah, so uh, well, let's be honest, the tickets aren't great, right? Yep. So the, the majority of the money goes to the studios the first six weeks. Um, that's why your Twizzlers cost $7.75 a bag. And that's why um, they're trying to get you to buy that big thing of popcorn that costs them about a nickel and they're charging you $5 for. I mean, all they're trying to do is either drive to concessions or drive to um, some sort of plus up like 3D or XD or something like that. Um, that's where they really make their money. And the idea... Uh, well, we're probably not going to make much money on the ticket anyhow. Makes the ticket an ideal gateway to get more people and give them a reason to come more and more and more. So, if I'm a business, I love the idea of subscription because it allows me to plan out. It reduces my customer acquisition cost theoretically. The one-time customer acquisition yeah. cost. Yeah. What else? So, I mean, so why wouldn't every business go to subscription? Well, one of the one. I'll answer your question in a roundabout way. I I almost don't like it for Apple because since the iPhone, they tend to have been a laggard in a lot of stuff. And what they're doing is they're launching subscriptions to, to products that they don't own, right? So you, you, you brought up the vehicle industry. At least they own that. They can actually control how that thing looks, how it feels, how it gets designed, where it gets shipped, where they market to. And then you're going to run up against the content creators thing. And now you... So HBO and Netflix used to compete. And I still think YouTube's going to win. That's a whole other podcast. Um, but now Disney's like, they're pulling their content, right? They're pulling their content from Netflix. And you're like, watch this. You're nothing without my content. So now I've got to get into the game with a ton of cash, right? And so you've got a ton of cash, but do you have the reach, right? So now all of a sudden, you mean to tell me that Apple can turn on an audience like Netflix can, the customization, the personalization engine isn't there. I got to start over net new and you got to spend all that cash to, to one acquire or to produce something that you don't own then you hope I stick around for. So you're saying that the problem is, I mean, so you look at like Apple Music, they don't own the music. They do not own the music. You look at Apple News, they don't create the news. You look at their new channels, they don't own those channels. Do you guys know how much money they take? You know what kind of a haircut they take? They take 30%. If, right. you, yeah. if you pass through an, an Apple system, if you sell on the App Store, if yep. you're pushing content through, thirty percent. That's all their that's all their services revenue comes from, mm -hmm. mostly from games, and uh, and I believe it comes from uh, in app purchases. It, it's definitely not free podcasts like cocktails and questions. No, that are not. <laughs> Thank God they're not taking <laughs> ever any since more that million treasure. dollar check they wrote us. We haven't heard. <laughs> I've got it all in my backyard. But, but you get what I'm saying. Like your, your question was, why wouldn't everybody get into it? And I think mm -hmm. that's a real reason why is because you can't control what you're selling. So you might as well control, make, you know, um, control the margins and, and do the things that you have to do instead of doubling, tripling down. on. And they can do that the because network. they just have so many people. It's because the they have it. Yeah. But, yeah. but you're, but you're trying to reverse engineer global trends by, by instituting these walled gardens of content creation. So Netflix is wide open, right? You've got to pay for it, but you can get it on your phone, your tablet. doesn't matter the OS, doesn't matter the television. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Hulu and all these guys. But with Apple, it's so walled. Everything that they do, it's got to be on their OS or their, their hardware. Well, so the, with TV, though, they're doing the opposite. So they're, they're going to be on Samsung now. They're going to be on, uh, I think, Roku. Like yep. they're, they're, they're trying to... This is the first time I've seen them actually start to go outside of their own. Not going to be on Android. Which is... Slight, the slight miss. But that's the global trend I was referring <laughs> the to. the world. Right? That's the global yeah. trend I was referring to. Like we're, North America is the last 
bastion of iOS dominance. And it's just, that's what you're, that's what you're banking on. It just seems a little strange. I mean, I don't know more than Tim Apple, obviously. <laughs> but I don't think that, I don't think, I do that think that the ecosystem is, is going to remain tethered to the iPhone. Like if you look at oh, where I things hope are going. Yeah. Like I, I'm a big believer just because people like sitting and watching stuff. If there's anything that's truly American, it's sitting and watching stuff, whether that's baseball or television. <laughs> um, but uh, like, I really do think that the, the hub of the future connected experience is going to be the TV. I, I used to think that was a ridiculous idea because it was so clunky and so shitty. But if you look at where connected TVs are, particularly Samsung, and I think this is actually really interesting when you look at, are they the new Apple just sort of from a, from another Absolute, angle? Absolutely. I mean, they, they have a real platform set up and I don't, I think they've been moving some chess pieces around too, which is like, all right, you're going to go at it from the phone. I'm going to go at it from the television set and we'll see who and, wins. And I guess that's a little bit of what I'm saying. It seems like they're spreading themselves even more thin in the competition landscape. Instead of doubling down on the phone, like we kind of laugh, like since the first iPhone, what's been the next leap? There hasn't really been one, right? Here's my question. Why didn't they just make a TV? I, I know. Right? Make a TV, and then it's so easy to get somebody to subscribe to whatever the hell's on the TV. I yep. think now you're going through someone else's hardware, which they don't typically do. And is it because I, I was listening to something today that said, you know, the reason they don't do that kind of stuff is because you don't buy a TV that often. But it, I mean, that's an extension yeah, of the I platform. Yeah, that's, that's really like short sighted thinking. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, can we get TVs as a service? When we. <laughs> Every year Probably, and a half? Yeah. Well, like you watch a certain... Like, I mean, you get your if, iPhone as a service, right? Saying, if yeah. it's exclusively powered by the Apple platform, I mean, like, honestly, how much did that LG and our wall really cost in the manufacturer? Like $200? Like, if you think about the if customer that, acquisition yeah. cost for, like, $200 giveaway to get somebody to be locked into an Apple TV for a year, that's yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm saying yes. I'm just so, 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 I look so why it. didn't they do that? I don't know. I, I don't have clarity as to what they're doing because, just to be blunt, like... They kind of, they did this weird art performance piece leading up to the show. Did you see that? No. <laughs> they purposely live streamed the cameras. Oh yes. From the state, from their um, auditorium, stuff like that. They haven't made any significant leaps in voice, which we've talked about no. ad nauseum. The the phone. They don't even talk about Siri anymore. They like hide her in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, shut up! I told you not to talk. <laughs> Maybe if we be really quiet, they'll all go away. Um, they they haven't made any advancement in that. They're AR kit was cool, but again, you're it's, you're introducing a closed environment. So then you have to go out and acquire developers and all these things to to develop on this platform that again is the only place that's dominant is in North America. Then they spread themselves thin with a service model, which they're going to have to bleed. They're going to have to spend those uh, two hundred and whatever billion dollars in cash just to get the content. Um, I have no. I don't pretend to have any clarity into what they're doing because I honestly have no idea. See, I think my my observation of what all is going on right now is that they're halfway in on right? too many, on too you, many, things, you can't be right? halfway in so on seven things. Yeah, exactly. And so they're, they're like, <laughs> the okay, we're not a hardware hold. company. Yep. We're a services company, but we're not going to create our own services. Mm -hmm. We're going to use services to drive people who have already bought our hardware, but we're not really focusing on hardware anymore. So the reason you can be a services company built off of someone else's products is because you have enough hardware out and there. And that's why I think so actually Apple gets broken up before any of the other companies in this current sort of antitrust, hmm, anti-tech. Really? Oh, Interesting. Yeah. I think why? That, well, I, I just... I, I think they're too diffuse. It makes them an easy target. They're like, you're in this, you're in this, and you're in this. And, just, and Man, they are I, huge. I, like, I think it just makes them it, sitting unless you, unless you Unless you flip the whole thing on its head, right, and you start to develop apps for your hardware that only run on the on the latest versions, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing that they got caught doing with the graceful degradation or the 
disgraceful degradation. And it's like with the batteries. Yep. Hey, yeah. th- thanks for coming on board. Thanks for signing up for our services. Ooh, looks like your phone and your tablet's a little out of date. It only runs on this, and they flip the whole thing on its head. Yep. See, I don't. I don't know, James. I, I actually, I don't think. I think Apple's the last one to get broken up, and I'll tell you why. Because I think Tim Cook, for all the bashing that we give him, I mean, that guy's gone all in on privacy. And I mean, he's like says constant fuck you to, to Zuckerberg every single day. Yep. But because of that, and I think the probably the reason for that is they don't want to get broken up. They want to be in a different game. They're trying to take the high road and um, say that we are protecting the people in our environment. And so because of that, I think it's going to give them a ton of room. And then... If something gets broken up, I think it'll get broken up in a way that is so um, botched that it'll maybe only happen one or two times, and there'll be this huge backlash against it. Do you remember when there was the big push to to break Microsoft up? Yeah. The only Mm -hmm. reason they avoided that was by investing in Apple and on top of it going and just like divesting themselves some services. So if they don't get broken up, I mean, I, I think we say that because we just like Apple. Right, and what a relief it we, is we, not to we, talk we, about Amazon for one week. Like, wait, it's great. Wow, but, you just did it. But, yeah. uh, but, uh, but no, but the truth is, like, the ones they've got a really out, positive sure. brand. They everybody really likes Apple. Even if you hate Apple, you kind of admire it. Yeah. But they've got a great story, and and you think, but that doesn't that doesn't fly up with regulators. They don't give a shit, and they're gonna if they have to take action. But what would they, they break do? Apple up on? Uh, I mean, so Spotify, there's this break out the their, their 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 services piece from their hardware yeah. piece from their software piece from their healthcare piece to their logistics piece. Like you can easily make them roll out. That's a twenty billion dollar company right there. Their logistics piece. You could, but they're gonna you're gonna break them up before you break up Facebook, before you break up Amazon, before you. Nobody break cares up Google. about Facebook. It's the new MySpace. Oh man, no, it's Facebook is a, going. Such a Facebook yeah. is Wait, going. when did you flip? Like, you're on my side now. Before I, I, you used I, I, to, hate, I hate Facebook. No, well, but you used no, to but say, it's not Facebook. It's Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. It's two billion people, which I is agree. more than the install base of Apple. Well, it's it's forty nine percent of the internet, yeah. easily. Right? They are the internet if you look at it like that. Um, sorry, but you're talking about why they won't break them up. Yeah, so I'm, I, I don't, I don't see Apple as the biggest contender for breakup because I think they're going on a PR campaign and a positioning that's going to keep them from that, and they're actually they're pointing at the other folks. So um, I mean, every, I think everybody probably saw what Elizabeth Warren talked about from you know going and breaking <laughs> up all these tech companies and kind of her her approach. Um, Probably a completely different podcast. Either her but or I her say, DNA makeup. I think, I think a Facebook or um, probably, I mean, Amazon. Amazon's ripe for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're coming after them. Yep. I, th- I think that you, you said something really important, which is PR, right? And I don't mean to be the contrarian, but have you heard about the working conditions in Foxconn in China? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking horrifying. There's people killing themselves, that's right? There's people who are getting sick because of the aluminum dust in the air. That's right. Um, I mean, like, but it's, everybody's al- like, oh, It's aluminum. Al- aluminum. Sorry. And coal Jackson, <laughs> you know that's an actual real thing? Like, originally, the British, they just, uh, there was a British scientist who discovered aluminum, and he called it alu- uh, aluminum. It's their language. And it, but no, but they, they changed it, and then they changed it back, but nobody ever got the note. Yeah. So they, just, they're like, just Johnny Ive. And then so he's, he's like, the, so only the British guy. stuck with aluminium. He probably says GIF too. It's like, <laughs> technically, it's correct. Well, technically, you sound like an asshole, sir. You mean GIF, right? <laughs> nobody says GIF. Yeah, nobody would, say? you say GIF. GIF is yeah. the you appropriate way of saying it. You know it. what I mean? Um, um, but I look at it like they're just as guilty as Amazon in many regards oh, of being yeah. hyper aggressive and poor working practice. I'm not even practice. arguing that. I'm just saying, I think that 
I think they're the last ones who go. I think if, the privacy place is super interesting. Yeah, I was I was just talking about this last night. I was talking about uh, vegans who talk about animal cruelty while they're holding an iPhone. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. that's an interesting yeah. place yeah. to draw the line. And that's the a sand. good point. Okay. All right, so where do we go so from here? Our question was yeah. like, is the future of everything a service business? And and I think the future is everyone's going to try a service business, but I only think it's going to work for certain companies. And I think a lot of it's going to be sort of things that we do often all the time that don't really cost all that much. I don't see a lot of. I personally don't see a service business coming from automotive until like real IOTs here, until like the world got truly autonomous cars where you're just like, well, I don't really need you to sit in front of my house all day, so I'll pay for you to come pick me up. Um, but that's a radically different industry. I don't know. Yeah, the, the big one that I always, my favorite example is I think there are services businesses as we've described them, which are people providing services, usually in a human form. Um, that are going to actually be able to come subscription service businesses. And the, my favorite example is a, a plumber, right? So a plumber today can go uh, and respond once you have a leak, uh, at what point it's too late, or he could give you a bunch of low-cost water sensors that for $10 a month he puts under your sinks, and the second that there's any sort of moisture, he's over there within 15 minutes and prevents a huge flood mm -hmm. from happening. So I think that there's going to be... Those are the types of services that I'm really interested in is do they actually evolve a business model? And most of the, I think most of the services that we've seen today are really just a different way of delivering exactly what you could get. Like you could go buy clothes. Now you just get them every month. Yep. Right? You could watch TV. Now you can just subscribe to it on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in what services might provide that are like totally new business models. Can you think of one? Just the one that I talked about. That's about. That's, that's about as far it. as you that's got. As far as I got. That's fair, man. I mean, you think about the future of of is everything services. We've talked a lot about software as service, right? Which is the hundred percent correct thing to be talking about. But when I think about the future, I think about service. We have a thing about um, uh, the premium of people will come about, right? Because what, what we're talking about is a race to the bottom of digital solutions. And inherently what's going to happen is the craving for human connection. And before there's the human to robot connection, which we talked about on Love and the Age of AI, um, we should check it out. Love and the Age of the Algorithm, I guess, um, is the, the people factor. And, and that's really what they've done is they've scaled people care, right? So there's uh, Modsy, which is an interior design platform. There's the Trunk Club, which we talked about. And really what they're doing is they're using some form of digital matching service to match you up with a real human being. So you feel like somebody's taking care of you. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, if you believe that all things are the same and eventually they all sort of uh, converge on each other, I think the true differenti differentiator will be service, but beyond the definition of service we've been talking about. Did I ever tell you about our, our idea to corner the market for as a service, as a service? <laughs> like eventually it's going to get <laughs> yeah. this. Yes, James, you have. <laughs> it's, uh, I can't wait to ass, make that ass. Uh, Yes, yeah. ass, ass. Ass, ass. Yes, yes. okay. It's, it's a, trademark. It's a Chrome plugin. <laughs> Don't type ass, in assass.com. Ass. Don't do that. I do that. Go this is ass.com. See what happens. The family Gosh. On that note. All right. What about you guys have coolest things? I do. Sweet. I do. What do you got, Brian? It's been a uh, it's been a one hell of a week. But uh, my friend Tom over Slack shared something that hit near and dear to my heart. And uh, cocktails and questions, listeners, no doubt, just due to the title of the podcast, which is the report of 2019 drunk shopping. 
Mm, oh, I what? love that. I saw that too. Did you guys see this? No. All right. So like we spend like $45 billion a year while we're drunk. We recently ran a survey for more than 2,000 alcohol-consuming American adults and found that drunk people shopping is an estimated $45 billion a year industry. So a few key findings. 79% of alcohol consumers have made at least one purchase. $444 is the annual spend per drunk shopper. That's the cart value of being drunk. $444, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, is that you think that's a lot of like cars and like $50,000 things that well, drive so that up? The most common is clothing and shoes. So it's the things that you're not brave enough to try I, I, on. I, I, or, I, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've done that. And is that, well, is that online? Yes. Yeah. You're like it's you're just online. like it's Friday night. Last yeah, last just, key finding. Just yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I could you I totally saw some What's cheese. What's the last in. one? Last key finding, Amazon is the drunk shopping platform of <laughs> <Yeah>. choice. <laughs> of course. You Why know, wouldn't you, it be? I mean, have you who hasn't been yes. at a bar and been like, oh, wait, yeah. what? That okay, yeah, I got that. Shows up and you're like, I wonder what's in this box. Yeah. You open it up and like <laughs> Hey, did you order this? Damn, what? Why? I didn't know I needed a garlic press. I have three of them already. Yeah, that's my coolest thing. Uh, I don't know if this is like the coolest thing, but it was probably the most gratifying moment, which was the headline that um, AT&T's uh, new 5G is actually slower than Verizon's 4G. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> out of suspicion, like, you're going to bring 5G that. 5GE, James. Yeah, 5G. Attaboy, AT&T, like up to your old tricks. It's like, it's just so flippin' cynical. It's like, you know what? At least they're dependable, right? Like, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. They'd be like, I know, our new 5G, and it's like actually slowing your phone down. So <laughs> the, 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 the universe seemed in order at that point. Right. How about you, Ben? Man, I, I have one that is actually a little bit uplifting. So, um, We've talked a little bit about patent trolls. So patent trolls are people mm. who go up and buy patents and don't do anything with them the except worst. sue people. Um, they're just terrible the assholes. Right? It's a I mean, special just, breed. It's just the it's about the lowest of the low. Um, but uh, I saw a headline today: uh, Microsoft is actually giving 500 patents to startups. Um, there's a nice. um, part of their Azure. Uh, it's called Azure IP Advantage, which of course, right? You gotta, you've got to be spending a thousand dollars with Azure to get That's it. Right. But there's a there's a group that I've never heard of called Lot Networks, and it's like 400 companies. There's uh, Netflix and Ford and GM and a bunch of companies have pooled patents okay. together, yeah. um, and they focus on giving startups. Um, a an, an advantage against patent trolls, and so these startups get access to all those patents, and they actually can. They don't own all of them, but they own all the rights to them. Um, so I just thought that was a. I mean, that yeah, was I got a pretty pretty cool deal from a big company like Microsoft, who oh, in huge. the past you was using patents to crush innovation, yeah. and now they're actually because of the fact that cloud is powering so much innovation. Actually, flipping that model and giving them away. I've got a. I've got one more coolest thing. Do you guys have you ever heard of Lot Networks? <laughs> Just kidding. I love that man. That's, that story made my damn. Week. It's unfortunate that our listeners can't see how straight your face really was. <laughs> uh, my, my timing and delivery Jeez, just doesn't come through on a microphone. We're gonna have to start recording this thing. And speaking of this thing, this is Cocktails and Questions podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate all the net new listeners. Hello to you all. Uh, do us a giant favor: rate, review, tell your friends. We enjoy making this. We hope you do too. Um, until next time, for myself, for Ben, for James, for myself again, and. Austin Hagerty, the sound engineer. Be good to yourselves, be good to one another. Have a great week. week.